0: Welcome to State of Unity Podcast, where we talk with people who used to live the ordinary and are now living in the extraordinary. Meet Candy and the King, Jonti, a lovable South African couple who followed their hearts to travel the globe. They now help and inspire thousands of followers on Instagram and TikTok to live a self-inspired life by showing the fun but also the hardships of pursuing your dreams. Well, Candy and Jonti again, thank you. Um, so your website candyandtheking.com I loved just kind of the description of your mission and your life and what you guys are about. You just, you come across as such happy, free flowing people. Um, and I know travel definitely impacts people that way. Um, So five years ago, you made the decision to leave your hometown for Asia and chase your dreams. I love also with that, you said you don't only share the beautiful highlights, but also the real moments that this lifestyle brings, the good, the bad, the tears, the sweat and the laughs. Mm
1: -hmm. Vulnerable, actually, it really is vulnerable because especially on Instagram, you know, you, you don't want to show everything and sometimes it is quite difficult to in a in a scary or shocking moment, like pull out your phone and record it, you know just to be more um authentic, so sometimes it can be challenging, but we always make the effort to like i mean when we were in Kenya, we just arrived in Kenya, we had a car accident, and I managed to like get the whole thing on well like some of it on camera and you know just share like it's not always peachy, and um we were able to share how drivers ripped us off so i mean yeah with travel there's definitely good and bad but all of it together when you look back at it you you can't help but laugh
2: yeah i think the the difficult thing for us when we first started doing what we do and being vulnerable as we say is that lots of people aren't Mm. majority of people aren't and that's so difficult because they portraying the sense that everything is amazing and champagne and sunsets and amazing and, and then we we, we, co- like we, we come along and we show that we're carrying bags like two kilometers to try to get to the next place get lost get ripped off like show that kind of stuff like we we had to we had to think to ourselves like what do people really want to see and but we had to still stay true to ourselves like this is what we want to be this is what we want to show we want to show people what it really is and not just that final moment when you're watching the sunset
0: mm-hmm. yeah I, I- we've
1: been watching a lot of awesome sunsets lately awesome.
0: oh yeah because you're in phuket now it's like the island of sunsets
1: <laughs> i i didn't i we'd been here before but i don't know like i didn't realize like i didn't see them now i'm seeing them and i'm just blown away it's every night we've had this epic epic picture perfect sunset like palm trees pinterest worthy stuff <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, also, I would have to agree with you. I feel like looking back, like there's those moments when you're in it and you're miserable and you want to scream and just be done with it. And then mm-hmm. as, the, like you said, as the time goes by and you look back, you just laugh. It, like those become the best memories, I think, out of any of them is those moments where you're just desperate, <laughs> sad, worn down.
1: <laughs> yeah, when we were in Kenya, I mean, and the accident happened, we met this um, couple and um he was from hungarian his partner was kenyan um
2: his partner was uganda i mean
1: ugandan traveling in kenya okay and it was so they were sitting on the side where the truck hit us but it was all like slow motion right so i was like it felt like i had so much time It felt like i had enough time to like warn everyone you know like get out the way but it wasn't I Turned my head just watch this truck slowly come wipe the doors off like it was so bad took the doors off the car and the the Hungarian just like slowly looked at us smiled like I don't know what's happening I was like what yeah it was so weird just so like and I messaged him the other day and I was like oh I can't believe this they can't believe this happened to us and he was like yeah because we got
2: to like we left now and we're in Thailand and now like we can kind of like Process everything that <laughs> happened because it's quite like a, a hectic circumstance, like traveling from Arusha by land border during COVID, trying to get taxis, and yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> when you shared your plans with your families, like was this something that you had kind of worked up to, or you just sprung it on everybody? I don't know if you had an everybody, or it was just a decision that you got to make on your own. What was that like?
2: I think it it was it was a. Uh,
0: it's actually quite intense
1: tell the
2: whole th- tell a whole thing but quick yeah candy's going to interrupt me while i'm talking <laughs> i'm just warning cuz she's going to say that i'm not saying it properly so i'm probably going to get a couple sentences out okay, okay okay so
1: so basically
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> so i um so candy told me we da- mm. we've been dating for a while and candy was finishing up her degree and she said to me she's going overseas and I was like, cool, I'm coming with. And <laughs> yeah. she But she didn't know what she was doing. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to make a plan. And that's what we're going to go do. Because she didn't care where she was going. She just wanted to leave and go overseas. And so, so I said, we're going to China.
0: I wanted to be a missionary.
2: She wanted to be a missionary.
0: And where okay. were you leaving from? South, South Africa. Africa. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I said, let's go to China. And Candy was like, okay, it's not what I planned, but I want to be a missionary. China sounds awesome because you have all these cool stories about these missionaries smuggling Bibles and all that stuff. I mean, that's China, yeah. yeah. So we're like, cool, let's go. We're going to go there. And then I said, cool, we're not going to, I can't take you overseas and we're not going to get married. So we got engaged. And yeah, like,
1: basically, John T. Counts. <laughs> basically, John T., I asked my parents if he could marry me. And then in the second breath, he was like, and we kind
2: of... Oh, yeah, yeah, I told her, to her parents, I was like, "We can I marry your daughter? And also, we're going to go to China.
1: Like, <laughs> so... <it's the> <laughs> and my mom cried. Well, she was happy that we are getting married, but she was really scared that we're going to get arrested. and. But
2: Candice's dad was happy. Yeah. Yeah, he was just smart. My mom,
1: my mom was happy. She, she was happy.
2: She was just more stressed.
1: About the China. She I was, think she your dad was, was less stressed. Wedding, but, like, stressed about China.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened, yeah.
0: And your family was <laughs> chill. <laughs> oh, my family. Um Wait, who did who,
1: who did you tell first? Well, my family or your family that
2: you're gonna that My gonna... parents, I'm not gonna tell, tell I, I obviously well. told my parents that I'm proposing to Candace, So Aww. I wasn't gonna be like like, oh yeah, I proposed other or not. Like
1: <laughs> the way I'm
2: getting married, like, yeah, yeah. So, so I told like plans cute. and then she was like, You better organise everything right and I was like, Okay, cool, because they my parents are very much like if everything's okay I to just organize everything properly uh,
0: <laughs> I think so my brother similar to your mom I think Candy I remember when my brother was sharing with my parents his plans to um go to Laos and just the I think it's hard for somebody else to understand what's in your heart And until they actually see you in it and see how much joy it brings you. And then, you know, obviously the family is always going to want you close because of the love. But I think as they've seen him grow into his role there and just the joy that he has there, I feel like they've kind of let go a little bit. Do you feel Mm -hmm. the same way with your mother? Like once she sees how happy you are, that he's more okay. We
2: actually just discussed that. There was a phone call now that Candy got like a couple of days ago from Mm -hmm. her mom. And her mom was just like, I can see you happy.
1: Yeah, especially since coming to Thailand. Like, I feel like we were born for Thailand. We weren't born here, unfortunately. Lord got us wrong. Like, he's put us in the wrong country. um, <laughs> kidding, but, um Yeah, it, Thailand's always just been a place where we have felt like we needed to come back. And just, yeah, about a cup, two or three days ago, I was on the phone to my mom and she said exactly what you just said. She said, like, I wish you were here but I can see how happy you are and all I want is for my kids to be happy and she said that's all parents really want in the end is for their children to be happy so although I'm not there you know she's happy I'm happy so
0: oh that's beautiful <laughs> it probably feels good too knowing like you have her support and you're not breaking her heart
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah of course
0: so yeah. that's all good you guys have any regrets or feel like you're missing out on anything by not having a? Uh,
1: you know, don't know i mean if, you, if you're familiar with that one scripture but it, where it talks about i don't know why it's going on to like this bible ceremony so but anyways there's this one verse where it says the cup of joy and suffering i never knew how like something could bring you so much joy and so much grief at the same time i was like this just doesn't make any sense to me but traveling and being away from home it's definitely this. I've been able to understand that more like it's that cup of joy and suffering. And because we've had to miss weddings, births, birthdays, Christmases, just so many really important events. And sometimes we go back and we see how much older our parents are, and my nieces and my nephews. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like we've missed out on all of that. But that's the cup of suffering. But you can't have both, you know, and so this life of adventure and joy and like the, our wildest dreams coming true and meeting people that I never thought I would meet and falling in love with people again and again and again. It's like this is the life I've chosen and this is the life that I absolutely want. Um, when I was 22, we decided to leave and I remember thinking if I don't go, I'm going to regret it. And about a year ago, I was really upset because I missed my family so much. We couldn't go back home because of COVID. And I thought, like, I really regret traveling because I want to be home. But I know that if I never left and I never traveled, I would have been this age and still had regrets and been like, I should have pursued my dreams.
2: So there would have been regret either way.
1: It's all mindset. Yeah. There would have been regret regret is inevitable. You have to choose, you know, the cup of joy and suffering.
0: Yeah. Wow. You are so eloquent with your words. I feel like, yes, the the way that you, you see things and that you describe them. It's, I mean, at least for myself, I've, yeah, that's, I think that can relate to so many different things in life. And it's so true. Um, You're never going to have everything and you're always going to have to make sacrifices in some way um mm-hmm. but I'm also wondering because when we were messaging you mentioned that one thing that you love about travel is language and how it mm-hmm. shapes perception so with the way that you speak so eloquently and then that I do you have some sort of background in language studies or
1: no I just i have like I mean I studied some languages at school because we had to but like I said I was never interested in that until I started traveling and I was like whoa this is crazy. Um, for example chinese oh it's the everyone says it's difficult but it's so simple and straightforward people would say english is so hard to learn and i was like no it isn't because it was my first language but then like learning chinese i was like english is so hard because it's got the past tense future tense present tense and it's like what is going on with chinese it's just like i go shower today i go shower tomorrow i go shower now
2: yeah and like the the but- the words are like like to eat Little. is just eat rice. Eat rice. That's the word. Like directly translated. It's the, same Laos, the same in Laos.
1: The same in love. But like we
2: find that through Asia, We're it's to eat. to eat is eat rice.
1: Well, I don't know about like like Indian languages, but yeah,
2: most our side of Asia, yeah. Southeast Asia, yeah, oh, and China.
1: When you like, and oh yeah, and the, and the school, what? So like in English, we always say like, "Hey, how are you?" But in a lot of um Asian languages, Chinese, Korean, um southeast asia we're not we, we're still connected okay southeast asia maybe you can just drop your mom a message yeah, on let me
2: the message Yes,
1: southeast asian languages um you, we don't say hi how are you we say hi have you eaten really yeah and i just love that because um it's such a like yeah it's just so fascinating to me that we like You know, it's always about the other person. And again, like we culture versus me culture, where Asian cultures are more like we, and then Western cultures are more like me. And you see that so much with the language um, and also how people eat.
2: Yeah, like with the we just rented a motorbike the other day on the island. And the guy who I rented, I didn't have change. So he's like, oh, it's fine. Just come back and pay later. So we took the motorbike. And he'd like, he didn't ask for any idea or anything. So, and I
1: mean, this is like really poor, you know, like really poor.
2: So then I came back like like four hours later with the change. And he's like, he's like, hey, have you eaten? Yeah. And like, I was just thinking of being polite and stuff. But uh, he just takes out this big bag of dried fish and just passes us a whole bunch of dried fish. I don't eat dried fish. I don't eat fish, but Candy loves it. So well, I, I
1: like trying any everything. So. Yeah, yeah, so
2: she was, so she, she <laughs> grabs us But it's just like. So like like that's the that's that's how that like so much family and so so much understanding about them is through through that like have you eaten how are you it's it's interesting
1: um and I also just love uh, and the contrast between how Western people eat you know when we go to a restaurant we get a plate and we put it down in front of us and we eat what's on our plate but in a lot of Asian countries you don't get a plate you get plates in the center of the table and you all share because it's all about like we and community and you always make sure that the other person has food and you literally get your chopsticks and you like serve for your your friends and your family. I love it.
2: But I think like with your question about languages, I think we realized a long time ago that to actually the the type of travel we like is to, to dive into the, to the culture and to the traditions and actually like not just like see the tourist sites, but actually just like live with them speak their language eat their food and we find we get so, so much like richness from from experiencing that with them speaking the language like the little bit that we can and eating the food with them and like it's just so much we get from that and so much more we're so much more welcome we feel because yeah because we speak um, in a language
1: you you've been to Zanzibar a few times so you're you, you're quite familiar with the culture and um, it's similar in some ways with that we community, and so I met this shopkeeper, and I I just kind of invited myself to her house because I was like, <laughs> I want to I want to go and eat and uh, um, breakfast with the family, you know, and because it was
2: Ramadan. So, yeah, we to, yeah, and
1: for like kind of normal to do that, you can. It's not like in our culture if you into the tiller and you're like. Okay, I'm coming to your house to eat with you. It would be like, calm down. I don't even know you. This is weird. And we were traveling with another um, creative couple, and she was like, "I can't. I would never ever do this. This is like totally out of my comfort zone." And I was like, "Girl, pff, come on. We, you know, we covered our heads and we went in." And she was like, "I can't believe I'm doing this. This is just so crazy." And I was like, "Nah. This is this is how we do it. Like, you, everyone's family." Yeah, Yeah,
0: I can. That makes me think of a few different experiences throughout my travels. The first one being my first time. I mean, every time in Southeast Asia, but I I always. It stays with me how the kids, you know, from like babies up to high school, when you give them food or treats or snacks, they pass it around and let everybody else Mm -hmm. take whatever they want and then it'll get back to them they still won't take any they'll pass it around one more time to make sure if anybody wanted seconds they get some and mm-hmm. then whatever is left they'll have for themselves and I that sticks with me so much because in America yeah. <laughs> I no, can't it's imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. and then the other part that you just reminded me of was when I was in um Morocco and I had booked um It was a sandboarding excursion out on the desert, the sand dunes there. And it included a meal. And most of the times with those, they'll take you to like a local restaurant or something, you know, along those lines that they have arranged with. But this one, they took us to their like their relative's house in this town. And we went up into their home, you know, took the shoes off, sat down at their kitchen table, and they served us their home cooked meal. And that was such a cool, I mean, you just it just bonds you with the people there and the culture there and it really helps you understand and appreciate the just the culture and I don't know I I love seeing those little differences and yeah I also loved just a complete topic shift here kind of on the last line of your homepage, what I really identified with where you said we're alive to ignite a spark in you and I don't know how much you know of State of Unity, but that aligns exactly with our mission, which is to help people gain confidence and ignite a passion through the power of travel.
1: Wow!
2: <laughs> so one one little like what uh, like what we're very passionate about is helping people actually actually create a lifestyle that they can that they can do what we're doing because lots of people don't know how to do it. They sit at home and Google and think they need. Um, like thousands of dollars
1: yeah and and like the beginning is always for us it's been travel because it educates it educates you and it opens your mind up so much more than any classroom it's just Mm -hmm. it's changed my life completely and the kind of conversations that I have now is so different from the kind of conversations that I used to have and so that's why we're super passionate about travel. It's because how much it's changed us, our mindsets, our, our outlook on people, especially and our lives. Yeah, so, so that's why we want to, like, encourage people to travel. And then people are like, oh, how do you do it? We don't have money. And I'm like, we don't have money. I just got out of college. Like, I was broke. <laughs> yeah. we had, like, nothing so we
2: had like, so we have a lot of resources on how to, how to help people, like, find something and, like, Basically, people need to realize that anything they can do, they can do it on the move, or they can offer it to somewhere else. Because everything you have is a talent or something that you have to offer people, and it's just how to to package that talent and like how to how to present it to to another country or somewhere else that want that and need that that. So that's what we're doing in Kenya. We were we met with. We hosted a retreat with about how many people? Ten people, 13? thirteen people. And we were yeah, and we were we we're basically equipping them on how to how to travel and how to create money and finances while traveling and how to support themselves and also to use their skill to help other people. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So you have that. Candy has a project called Planet B. Oh yeah.
1: Um, that was inspired because I thought Laos was so cool I loved how resourceful the people are and instead of plastic they would use so many like leaves and little bamboo straws um, and they actually just do that genuinely like just because they don't have so much plastic but now a lot of people like a lot of Laotians are turning to plastic because it's actually like a sign of wealth so when you go to the market and you say no to the plastic bag it's depending on who it is but it can seem uh hurtful like oh I pity you you keep your plastic bag I don't need it because you're poor you know I'm trying to help oh. you where it's not like actually I I'm trying to say no to plastics. so um I wrote a children's book it was published in Laos and uh, translated to Lao, and it was just um for children on um
0: dug the litter Bug." yeah he used to litter everywhere yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. really interesting and good to know <laughs> about the but, plastic. Yeah. yeah huh uh yeah it was really
1: interesting some people will say thank you and i think they say thank you because they're like oh thanks for saving me some kip and we're like no <laughs> i mean i'm stoked i'm really stoked to be saving you money but about the environment guys right,
0: right. <laughs> um hmm.
1: and then the last one i think is king code which is really cool um it's actually where we make the most money online because we offer our services to creative brands and creative people. We just do website development and we also pitch to hotels through there. We, because of COVID, hotels haven't been able to pay photographers and videographers. So we've just been offering our services literally free of cost. Hmm. Yeah.
0: So is your background or like your degrees then in marketing or web development or something along those
1: lines my degree is in marketing and then should I go into where I started learning no yeah I started I studied marketing and then I needed a website so I didn't have the money for it so I how to do it myself <laughs> yeah
2: and I, I studied environmental management but then I just taking photos and videos the whole time I just upskilled and bought the equipment and learned how to do the stuff that I do and now yeah
1: pretty much I think like what brings us the most income now is stuff that we've learned outside of college so college is like a really good foundation but you've got to keep I think the it,
2: gave, it gave us the confidence to, to go overseas yeah. Yeah.
0: oh yeah absolutely yeah that's cool um I was just listening to a podcast recently and she was talking about limiting beliefs and let me tell you, that resonated so much. She, so one thing that she said is, because this had just happened to me like a couple of days before I was listening to this, is when somebody's, you're like talking to somebody about a problem that you're having. So like maybe some of the people that are in your group, like trying to figure out how to go overseas, but they don't have the money or they don't know where to go, or just the reasons behind it. And what she had said is that when you're going through those conversations and when you find yourself... Um, like getting on guard and getting angst and getting defensive, like that's when you know you've struck a limiting belief is when <laughs> man, that hit home so hard. <laughs> yeah, like good. I said that had just happened the other day, so um, I don't know. That's I just great. wanted to share that for some reason, but I'm hoping that yes. with your retreats that you're breaking through some of that with the people that are meeting with you if they're Feeling encouraged yeah. enough to go on those. Hopefully that's something that they're able to work through as well. I think that's the case with a lot of people when it comes to travel is just.
1: One of my favorite things about the, the last retreat that actually happened. So we have creators coming along and they have this reference of what this travel life looks like, right? It's this influencer lifestyle. And so they come in pursuit of that because they actually don't know what their travel life looks like. Does that make sense?
0: It does. So they've
1: like, Yeah. Th- th- there's no reference for them because th- their lifestyle and w- what they call to is something actually slightly different. So they see this, they like the freedom, but that's not their freedom. So they're following on someone else's uh, uh, path. And we met with this girl, literally just like a 10 minute chat with she, she joined 10 minutes. And there's so much that just broke off of her. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I came to this retreat because I wanted to learn how to collaborate with brands, but that's not my calling. I don't want to collaborate with brands. I actually want to be a copywriter. And I'm like, yes, yes, we found your purpose. And it was really exciting. And we got to build her this uh, copywriting business, essentially.
0: Yeah, wow. it was so cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you have parts of things like that where you just see people come to life and step into what they're passionate about instead of, where they mm-hmm. feel like they should be and that's that's awesome yeah <laughs> so cool so um I'll be sure to have your website and um, all your social um handles in the show notes is there anything else that we can be doing to help support you
1: Ooh, what what do you think
2: hmm. um yeah. no you just did just, we're just happy to, to chat yeah. with people about what we do I mean, yeah, a lot of time people get confused about what we do and it's just nice to sure. chat to someone and yeah
1: I mean if anyone's looking for resources on how to go about this how to collaborate with hotels or brands I mean just head over to our website
2: yeah and if anyone anyone who listens to us just to like chat to us like if they message us we're always available to chat to about what they want to do and what their dreams are to go overseas, stay at home, do anything. we excited to encourage
0: people. Partner with them, yeah. 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 Love it. You guys are so warm and welcoming. Thank you so much. Oh, um, so nice. I do like to ask one fun question to all of my guests. And so you can either answer this together or if each of you want to come up with your own answer. But I'd like to know if you were to be gifted a sailboat to sail around the world in, what would you name it? Ooh! <laughs> Firstly, John, to just puke the whole
1: time—he is really bad. <laughs> no, actually,
2: actually, I haven't been puking. We've, we've been traveling to a couple of islands, and I've been so good. <laughs> so I'm pretty stuck. It's gone, so that could be. What cool. about Sea Biscuit? Sea <gasps> Biscuit—that's the name of a racehorse. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Sea Biscuit or oh,
2: Ariel. Ariel?
1: Ariel's a
2: good
1: one. Sebastian, oh. Flounder. So many good names
2: what's that one from uh parts of caribbean jack no the the
1: the pearl who?
2: right the, yeah the black pearl, black
1: pearl.
2: yes and yeah, i yeah. And i painted, I painted, I painted, I painted, I painted matte black
1: <laughs> yeah. matte Matt
2: black sailboats oh, everything even the sails
1: it's going to be so much better than mine yeah i'm like flounder <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I like them love The Little Mermaid was obviously my favorite movie as a kid since it was the only redheaded Disney movie at that time.
1: My favorite uh, Disney princess too, love Ariel. Yeah,
0: I think the free spirit, right? That probably was our youngest. Candy self. also
2: <laughs> wishes she was a mermaid. I do. Oh, she... she loves free diving, so
0: I do. Oh wow. Okay. I'm not great at that. I just got my <laughs> my scuba certification this past summer. That's great. Well, so, done. I think I'd feel more comfortable free diving, though.
2: <laughs>
1: Honestly, yeah,
0: all the gear is so like restrictive. It's
2: it's limited. It's, it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, literally, <laughs> right there, all of that. Seriously.
0: Oh, it was so nice talking with you. You too. Hopefully, when I come over there, we can hang out. And, yes. we're getting
1: a really and we're
2: literally inviting everyone yeah, not at <laughs> the same I'm time
1: not, but yeah. so just
0: kind <laughs> of thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode spread the word, share with a friend post it, comment, shout out let us know be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode follow us on our socials and be sure to check out stateofunity.org for upcoming group experiences This is Cara Irene hoping we leave you feeling inspired to do more.